Hi, I'm Jennifer Zollett. And I'm Larkin Bell. Welcome to our podcast, A Brighter Lens. This week, we chat with Kira Jones, a black queer screenwriter, actor, and filmmaker based in Chicago. She holds a degree in theater and gender studies from Northwestern University. In 2019, Kira co-wrote, executive produced, and starred in the award-winning web series, The Right Swipe, which was an official selection at Austin Film Festival, Urban World Film Festival, and several others. Her half-hour comedy pilot script, Good Vibes Only, has placed in several competitions, including the Sundance Episodic Lab, Diverse Voices, and the Nashville Film Festival. She's currently in pre-production for her first feature, Go to the Body, a boxing film that explores sexual violence in the Black community. Her extensive work as a sex educator and survivor advocate lends itself to her artistic endeavors, inspiring scripts that focus on Black women's experiences with relationships, sex, and intimacy. Since we chatted, Kira's got a couple updates. Her script, Good Vibes Only, won Best Half-Hour Pilot at the Nashville Film Festival, and Kira's feature, Go to the Body, won the pitch at the Chicago International Film Festival. Kira also just wrapped production on the proof of concept for Go to the Body. Enjoy our chat. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us here virtually today, Kira. We're really excited to talk with you. Um, If you could just start and introduce yourself a little bit and then tell us about your intersectional romantic comedy web series, The Right Swipe, which was selected for a number of festivals. Yeah, um, I can do that. Hi. Awesome. Hey. (laughs) Hello. Um, My name is Kira Jones. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. I am a Black queer woman filmmaker based in Chicago. Um, I um, love to use my work to explore uh, Black women's experiences, particularly regarding relationships and sexuality. Um, I am a screenwriter. I am learning to direct. I am an actor. I am um, an intimacy coordinator. And then outside of my job as an artist, and my work as an artist, I'm also a full-time um, sex educator and sexual violence um, uh, survivor advocate. Um, I have a few projects that I'm working on at the moment. Um, my first feature, Go to the Body, we are crowdfunding for right now so we can do our proof of concept. Um, I have, uh, I'm working on a short film that I was hired to uh, write for a division of the Northwestern University Medical School uh, about the intersections of race and trauma and how that affects mental health. Um, I have a pilot that I has placed in a few competitions that I wrote during quarantine. (laughs) Um, So I've been pretty busy. uh, But what I'm most known for, I think, is The Right Swipe, which is um, a web series that I created with uh, Julie Delpreet um, about uh, two friends who get together and um, start a business where they fix men's dating profiles but then end up screwing up their own love lives in the process um we have two episodes because that's what we can afford to make um 
and um, we've been to uh, Austin Film Festival, Urban World Film Festival, um, a number of like black film festivals just has been really cool, even though like it's a very, you know, diverse um, cast and crew. Um, it's been great to to screen our work for audiences of black people and people of color. Um, and we are, um, we've been featured in a like Chicago Tribune and a few other pretty major publications. Um, and we are um, distributed on OTV, which is a really fantastic platform uh, full of like web series and short form projects by um, Chicago based artists of intersecting marginalized identities. Wow, that was a incredible tell tell us about yourself response. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess something that piqued my interest is just, yeah, just all these themes that you're exploring, some heavy, some nuanced, some unexplored as much as maybe they should be, you know, in the media. How do you kind of choose to explore that in your work? and approach it with your own creativity, I guess. Kind of a vague question, but yeah. I'm curious yeah. what draws you to, to that work. I mean, I think a lot of it comes from the experience of never really fully feeling like I had a character that I really relate to um, or storylines that I really relate to growing up, watching television, watching film. Um, and knowing that a lot of other black women feel that same way. Um, and it became very apparent when I started, you know, at Northwestern, I'm a Northwestern alum and I studied theater and gender studies also as a gender studies major, but like, you know, just being given these, the classics, you know, the classic playwrights read, which were all dead white dudes. Um, and just that being the, what we're supposed to consider universal stories like I remember talking to some of my teachers even you know mentioning it to some of my classmates being like you know I don't see why we can't study um August Wilson or why we're not doing scenes from A Raisin in the Sun like why can I only do Chekhov and Shakespeare and you know roles that are not written for me but like you all don't have to do the same and everyone's response was kind of like well those are not universal stories like that's not relatable to us and I just never understood it didn't make sense to me so I'm supposed to be able to relate to white people and men, but y'all can't have empathy for, for what we're going through. So I was kind of like, I, as an actor, I felt like I wanted more agency in how black women's stories were told. And um, I didn't quite do the writer. Like a lot of people, a lot of writers are like, there were no roles for me. Our actors will, actors turned writers will say, there were no roles for me. So I decided to write my own. And that's not quite what it was. Mm. It was like, there's not really, roles for black women generally, me included. I might play some of the roles that I write, but like it was not with the intention of me always writing things um, for myself to, to, to put myself in. Um, and so I think the gender, my gender studies background has a lot to do with um, the art that I make and just you know, really understanding um, or getting an opportunity to learn about how race and gender and other types of identities are, are intersectional and how you have to really be intentional and, and nuanced in the storytelling. You can't be, you can't, as, broad stories are not necessarily, do not make them universal. I think the more specific a character is, the more specific a story is, the more relatable it is. And I think that black women particularly have been painted with a very limited um, number of 
characters and motivations for characters that we can have. Um, everything that we do is fueled by some type of trauma <laughs> that we've experienced. We're always, you know, very frequently like angry, um, which like we have a right to be, but um, they we're not always angry. Like sometimes we're happy. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, while I think that things are, are definitely, I've seen, even in the last five years, I've seen so much change happen. There's some way, way more to go, especially in terms of representing like queer black women or disabled black women, like adding more um, intersectionality, even on top of, you know, race and gender. Uh, so that's really where, because as somebody who has, you know, very, a lot of marginalized identities, um, I feel like those are the most realistic and interesting stories for me. How, as a writer, actress, creator, how do you like focus in on what you're doing at any given moment, like deciding to go with this story while you're doing it? Like, how do you decide, I don't know, how to spend your time? You know, I'm very bad at that. Um, <laughs> I have the worst, I am really bad at focusing. So I'm always doing a million projects at once. And I actually forgot, I didn't even mention black in film when I did my introduction. No, I no, also, we're getting to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get that. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to black and film, but I do that too. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so it just, I think, so it really depends on, on kind of what is going on in my life and in the world. Hmm. So for example, with Black and Film, which we'll talk about a little bit later, it just felt like something that needed to happen immediately as quickly as possible. One, you know, because um, it's been a need for a long time for us to be hi hiring Black people behind the camera, um, but also, I felt like people were reaching out for a tangible way to make a difference in the entertainment industry, you know, in the current um, movement that we're having um, to value black lives. Um, so I kind of was like, okay, let me kind of put pause on some of the other stuff I'm doing and, and take care of that. Um, for some, sometimes when I'm writing, it's like this, there's something happening in my life that I feel um, compelled to, to get out onto the page um, or it's something in the world that I feel compelled to get on the page. Or other times it's just like, you know what, um, this is something I've thought about for a really long time and something that I'm not seeing um, any other television shows or any other movies doing, so why don't, why don't I do it? It really depends. And um, I always ha I'm always wearing multiple hats and juggling multiple projects um, and I have zero organization skills. I have no idea how I get anything done, <laughs> but it somehow works. Um, I, I just think, um, I don't know. I think especially like women, especially, but particularly um, black and POC women artists, like, because we're not, our work is so undervalued and underpaid. Like it's so hard for you to only have one creative role like you have to have multiple skills multiple roles that you can play just so you can sustain yourself um in a way that like I think white men don't have to to do like you can just be a director you could just be a producer and um be able to pay your bills and I don't think you know the pay the pay gap is real um and so to make up for the pay gap we gotta like we have to um cultivate multiple means of, of income and means of um artistic uh artistic um value i guess yeah yeah and just to jump on the black and film it's an online database that is basically it's its aim is to help producers find black filmmakers of all positions in their area 
um, what is your vision and hope for it as it continues to grow? Because I think I saw like within two weeks, 500 submissions to be featured on the database have been sent in. I'm not sure where it is now, but yeah, curious. I mean, you, it is a tangible way to, you know, connect people with black filmmakers and, and what would you like to see as it keeps growing? Yeah. Um, so black and film, uh, was co-created by, uh, my friend Ramon, who is a black producer based in Chicago here with me. And, um, the idea was really born out of frustration, particularly on Ramon's part, because you know, as a producer, that's his job to to find talent and hire them for you know projects that would be a good match. And he was like, you know, I really want to hire more black people for this one particular project he was working on. But he was like, but I just I don't know that many, or I don't know a black you know gaffer or like whatever. Um, and he was like, I know that they're out there, I just don't know who they are. Um, and so he created this website where black filmmakers literally just self-submit, like fill out a, you know, maybe two minute form um, about like, you know, who they are, the contact information, what positions and roles that they can do on set. Um, and then boom, is this just there on our database, which has a directory where people can search by, you know, um, uh, location, position, like level of experience, even like pronouns or, um, you know, whether a filmmaker is, uh, identifies as queer. And I jumped on um, and to help him and I run the social media. And yeah, it blew up very quickly. Like we didn't have a launch plan or anything. We just like kind of went, went and immediately people were, you know, sharing and, you know, following us and uh, by the, after the first day we had like 150 submissions and I think we've, it's been like about three weeks since we launched and now I think we're at like 900 or yeah, it's a lot. And we also, um, have over 3,500 followers on our Instagram. Um, so when Ramon and I came up with the idea, we didn't really, um, we hadn't really like sat down to think about like where we wanted this company to, to go and how we wanted it to grow. And we've had to be, have, we've had a lot of those conversations in the last couple of weeks. Um, we want to definitely partner with other um, organizations and groups that are doing work that's similar or adjacent to us. Like we never want to feel like we're competing with anybody. Like there's other databases that are, you know, are, maybe for like black editors or there's like brown girl doc mafia, which is like POC women uh, who do documentary filmmaking. And we want to have links to those um, resources on our site. Uh, we want to hopefully do some like events, whether those are remote or in person, um, just to connect uh, black filmmakers to each other, but also to, uh, to people who can potentially hire them. But I think one is like we could have kind of been gatekept from each other <laughs> like this is something that we've learned um like we haven't really gotten to we're, you're frequently one of only a couple or the only black person on a set and so like how are you really going to um and if you're going to also like film school you're you probably one of the only if uh not the only black person in your in your class in film school so you haven't we don't really always get a chance to to connect with each other in person so we want to be able to provide that um yeah we're really we're pretty open to to what is possible i think we're looking at becoming a nonprofit, so that would allow us to do things like um 
provide fiscal sponsorships for filmmakers. It would also allow us to maybe potentially have like grants or micro grants for black filmmakers. There's um, there's a lot of ways that can go. And I, like Ramon and I just maintain that our our biggest goal is to get more black people jobs, get them paid. And anything that we feel would be um, would facilitate that is something that, you know, we would love to to um, add to what black and film does. That's really awesome. <laughs> um... Finally, could you tell us about your current project, which I believe is your first feature that you're writing, directing, Go to the Body, and you're in the crowdfunding stage. What's that like? What's the process been like? And what's your project about? Yeah. um, So Go to the Body is uh, my first feature film, which also be the first time I'm directing a film. Um, And it is a boxing film actually um it's about two uh it's about a young black couple sana and kendrick um who are trying to navigate their uh changing relationship in the aftermath of sexual assault and um both, how both of them are processing that differently um and how um we particularly treat you know black survivors um versus survivors of other identities uh this type of um trauma intersectional trauma that um survivor black survivors experience but also um what partners and loved ones of survivors experience like that's a we call that secondary trauma um and i don't think that that's something when the, the few times that we see um sexual violence depicted on um screen we it's really hyper focused on um the victim or survivor and the perpetrator and you know sexual violence does not exist in a vacuum it's like got a ripple effect there's so many it it affects the entire community and um witnessing somebody that you love go through a trauma like that is traumatic in itself um and so that's something that i wanted to um explore particularly like what that type of secondary trauma means for black men and how they conceptualize you know their masculinity and allyship and, you know, um, what it means to protect black women, to protect your partner, um, because there's a lot of like really complicated um, feelings within that. Um, And so it is being produced by um, my friend, Angelic Ross. Um, She is a fellow, so she got in, she pitched the (laughs) feature um, to Full Spectrum's uh, features producers labs with full spectrum features is a really great nonprofit production company here in Chicago. Um, and she, like, I, she, I remember she just like posted on social media, like who has a feature that I could like pitch for this program. And I was like, I have one. And I like, didn't really think anything of it. I was like, she's not going to get in with it. Why? Not because, not because Angie is not talented because I was like, my script is whatever. And she got in. Um, so, um, right now we are crowdfunding for the proof of concept, so not for the full feature, especially because I am a, a newer filmmaker and I've never directed before. It might be it's going to be a little bit hard to get uh, uh, investors to just throw tens of uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars at me to make this. So we decided a proof of uh, proof of concept would trailer slash short film would be a good way for them to have faith in me and and re- and, and um, realize I'm not going to make a movie that that sucks with their money. Um, and so we actually weren't really planning on crowdfunding this early. Um, but what happened was 
the world exploded. Somehow white people figured out racism existed suddenly. And they all started throwing money at me. They all started Venmoing me. They're like, here's here's $50 for the labor that you've done. And I'm like, I've been doing this labor forever. And y'all ain't never sent me money. Um, and I don't even really need the money personally because I am still employed, which I'm very, very, very fortunate. I have a full-time job. I got a salary. Um, and so I was like, you know what, while these white people are feeling guilty and they're opening their purses, we should crowdfund. So we launched the crowdfunding on Juneteenth. So it's been up for about a week and a half now. Um, and we're halfway towards our goal, which is 15 K. Like we raised, um, um, 7.5 grand um, in about a week and a half, which is amazing. And I don't know what would have happened if, again, right now we weren't having conversations about racism and anti-blackness. And I, you know, I additionally, I wrote this film a year ago and we were, while we were planning, you know, the crowdfunding campaign, um, Toy and Salau was murdered. Um, and for people who are unaware, she was um, a young black woman who uh, was a very active organizer, was at you know, a lot of protests, and she was sexually assaulted by a black man at a protest. And she spoke up about it on Twitter, her post went viral, and then later she went missing and was murdered, um, potentially by the person who sexually assaulted her. And the parallels to my scripts are very eerie. Um, and I, like I said, I wrote this script over a year ago and the parallels to things that I've experienced were very eerie. You know, it was a very triggering situation. Um, and so now the film is dedicated to her. Um, and I think some, you know, it really brought to light even within the, all the conversations we're having on anti-blackness, how much they're focused on violence against black cis head men and have that women and trans folks and, um, queer black people are left out of that conversation and the types of violence that we experience are not being highlighted uh, because, you know, when we experience police brutality, you know, we do sometimes experience like physical beatings or shootings. Um, but a lot of the time it is uh, sexual violence. Um, the number under, you know, brutality, the number two most reported form of police misconduct is sexual misconduct. And, um, we also are experiencing sexual sexual violence, like from men in our own community. You know, like any other crime, sexual violence is usually interracial. It usually occurs between people who share community with each other. So when people say black on black crime, it's very racist because it's like, yeah, you're not going. You're usually not going to commit crimes against people in another area. You're committing crimes against people near you. Um, and y'all, you know, white supremacy has made it so that we are segregated and we are in our own communities. Um, and so same thing with sexual violence, like most likely to experience sexual violence from, from somebody of your own race. And, um, black women have had to protect their communities in ways that white women have not, like, you know, you have to think about, do I want to put another black man in the system? Like, how are the police going to treat me when I go to a court? Um, are they going to leverage violence against me? Um, you know, do I want to perpetuate stereotypes about black men being rapists? These are all things that like what black women have to think of black people, not just women who are sexually assaulted, uh, have to think about that white people do not. And that me black men don't necessarily have to think 
about, or, or that they, they sometimes weaponize that as ways to silence us too. Um, and so it all just kind of came together and I felt like this, this was a time for this story to, to um, start to come to life. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that the way that we are mobilizing for Black Lives um, also translates to mobilizing for Black art, particularly Black art led by, you know, Black women and, and queer folks. Well, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm looking forward to seeing your film. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, well, we end every interview with our lightning round, so you can answer in a word or phrase. Oh, you're ready. I love it. Uh, so we start with three, your favorite or most influential film. Ooh, favorite film is Hitch. <laughs> love, it. love it. Two, dream person you want to work with. Kendrick Sampson. One, best advice you've ever received. Network across. So, like, don't try to necessarily network with people who are um, higher up to than you are in their careers. Network with people who are at the same level and are trying to, and, like, use that to, like, build each other up rather than trying to, like, social climb. That's good. I love that. Um, and action, where can people follow you on social media as well as where can they find black and film if they want to submit to it yeah um so you can find me on social media my handle is kira.a.jones um kira spelled k-y-r-a um and that will have links to um black and film to go to the body crowdfunding um black and films instagram handle is just black and film um and our website is blackandfilm.com. <laughs> uh, it's very easy to find. Um, and it's completely self-submit. You don't have to email us or anything. Like on the homepage, you will get submission form that has all the information that you need. Um, and if you are a producer looking to hire, the database directory is um, also very like right on our, our page. Um, we share, I definitely recommend following us on social media. First of all, my memes are hilarious. And <laughs> We also share a lot of uh, job opportunities and um, really great watch lists and, and other things uh, there. Um, the crowdfunding for Go to the Body is, um, well, so we're trying our hardest to raise our goal by July 4th. So our thing was like between Juneteenth and July 4th mm -hmm. uh, to try to, to get to 15K. But I don't think that we have like an end date. Like it's not like um, a a time Got sensitive it. yeah. campaign. Perfect. So it'll still be up. And even if, you know, we end up raising more money, um, then the, then our goal that will, that money will go toward the, the full length feature. Amazing. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Thank Thanks you so much. so much for joining us, Kira. Yeah, of course. It was great to meet you all. Yeah. Great chatting with you awesome. too. You can find us at abrighterlens.com and at abrighterlens on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at abrighterlens at gmail.com. You can download the show wherever you listen to podcasts and on Apple Podcasts where we'd love it if you left us a review. Our theme song was composed by Jesse Nelson. Our logos were designed by Meg Cafferty. Our associate producer is Alina.